everybody. This is Nancy Miller with My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today my um, topic is about kind of a couple things here. It's about mentorship as an art teacher, as an artist, and about somebody who I deeply connected with as a fellow teacher and as an artist. Her name was Rima Zuma, and I met her, oh, probably about five or six years ago. I mean, time flies by so quickly. And so where I was in my life was I had just finished my eighth year of teaching elementary art to my wonderful students out in Bullock County. And I kind of, I think we have those moments in our careers and we go like, I want to do something different. I want to try something new. Um, and I took a leap of faith and I got a position teaching animation in high school. And so I was doing that in uh, Hinesville, Georgia, of all places. Um, I was one of the second people, second teachers who had started an animation program for high school in the state. So it was like not a lot of information. So if you're an educator and you've like had to build curriculum and there's like no real like textbook or anything like that, um, it's it's very uh, kind of um, overwhelming to think about creating a whole year long curriculum. So I started, of course, Googling, as we all do, and I came across a wonderful art teacher named Rima Zuma. So Rima had put on her school website all of her resources, um, and she was out at Bolsa Grande High School in California, and she was so kind. She had all of these lessons that she had done with her high school students. So in California, where she was at, she had started her animation program years ago. So I basically knocked on her door, or actually emailed her, and I asked her for advice um, before I started this position. So I had the summer before I had to like kickstart a whole school year. And Rima replied back and was not only so sweet in her email, she gave me her phone number and told me to call her, like, call me in the evening anytime you need. I'd never met her before. So generous, so kind. I think we talked that first time for over two hours. And what was wonderful was her cheerleading and her just willingness to share all the things that she had done in her um, animation and graphic design program. At that point, Rima had like 30 years of teaching experience, if not more. Um, she taught at private and public schools. And uh, Balsa Grande High School was um, her last teaching position as the animation and graphic design teacher. And also she taught photography. So such a multi-talented um, artist and teacher. And some of her for Rima at that time, I look back and I was working 70 hour work weeks when I had switched over to teaching high school. And she was literally like that lifeline. I mean, I was also doing some freelance work as well. So I don't know. I was like really on overdrive that year working 
full-time when I switch, and those of you who have been educators, whenever you make that switch over to a different, like, grade level, it's really tough because, like, the standards are all different. You're also, especially if you're an electives teacher, there is not a lot of, like, curriculum that is just like formatted and usually like a building upon itself so you're really doing a lot on your own and I am ever so grateful that Rima was that lifeline during that time period because that was yeah that was a that was a really busy and tough year that I did that transition so yeah I'm just so grateful that I had the chance to know her um, and learn from her. Students went on to go on to pursuing art careers, and especially in the arts and entertainment fields. I think, um, like I was saying, it's really very beneficial. I feel like in careers, especially like teaching, which is very, it's so rewarding, but also it can be um, a lot that you just kind of commit to and put into yourself. Because teaching is one of those fields that you put so much of your time and energy into as an educator. Um, having somebody that you can go to, that you can speak to about how to manage things. And the in the kinds of questions are just, it's kind of funny. You go, you look, I look back at it and I go like the things that I would ask about, not only like there was no real like classroom management for a computer lab. Like when I was getting my art education certificate, um, they had like digital art had not really uh, made his way into K through 12 education at that point um, that much, at least here in Georgia. <laughs> uh, other states were probably a more progressive, like in California. Um, so Rima had a lot of experience with that and finding somebody who could really help me build a framework for my curriculum was such a time saver. I was so grateful for those talks that we had because I, it gave me a foundation. So that foundation was really helpful because then the way I would approach projects, and so in terms of like not only having students work individually on the things that they wanted to create in animation, um, having them try with mixed results in terms of working as a team, because you're always going to have some students that just want to do everything by themselves and they want it to be a certain way and then trying to get students to understand that that art can be especially applied arts can be a very collaborative uh, process and that you know you're kind of working as this team to build something and that when you work on your own, which is great, it's very satisfying, let me tell you, <laughs> you know, I know how that is, um, that you can only get so much done because you're kind of limited by the amount of time that you have and also your skill sets. And so trying to get students to kind of realize like, yeah, but do you see how so-and-so is just really good at audio editing or so-and-so is really good at video editing or recording or so-and-so is good at doing the storyboarding. And so she really implemented that in her classroom. She really um, believed in having those team projects that students could create some really nice finished projects. In terms of like most of our students, they will not go out to become artists, but I do believe that 
those skill sets and it's kind of the way you think in terms of just working with other people collaboratively also um, you know on so many levels like time management um, negotiating brainstorming ideas um, critically thinking out what's going to work testing things out I always feel like those skill sets translate into other areas and um, Rima kind of was just like you always kind of very business-minded, which I found um, very appealing. She loved Gary Vee. <laughs> she listened to his uh, YouTube channel a lot, and she was like, you know, he has a lot of great things that he's saying about in terms of business. And so, so many of these kids will maybe work in a business, and these skill sets that we teach them or give them the chance to sandbox, they can use them in other areas of their life. Anyways, so I was fortunate that we just kept talking and so for the three years I was in beyond and even into my graduate school program she was always cheerleading me on always told me to keep going with that said um I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher like Rima who is just endlessly enthusiastic and also so giving of her time and knowledge and expertise. I'd say a little over a year ago, Rima passed away of cancer, and uh, it took me that long to make this episode because um, I really wanted to acknowledge that here was somebody who made an impact on me. I can only imagine the impact that she had on her students um, from the 30-plus years um, as a educator, and it was just heartwarming reading some of the comments that students had left on her um, memorial website. So, but I'm grateful that I got to know her during the time that I had with her. But that's one of the things that I realized about teaching. And after you've been teaching for, I think the realization probably happened about like three to five years into it. I think it was really five years. And I noticed that It's these connections, these relationships that we're building. And Rima was so good at this and understanding that, you know, it's beyond the physical classroom. It's beyond the lessons that we teach. You start building something that you can neither see or touch. And it's those relationships that students will not only come back and tell you like, oh, you know, I had a great time in your class, things like that. But whenever, you know, I needed help with something. Um, It's always funny how students would find out about it or something and they'd be like, oh, um, and I know Rima had that same experience of, you know, we're having an open house or we need a guest speaker for our school um, class session and students pop up left and right and then they would be like open arms to come back and uh, assist and help out. Um, So yeah, I think um, those kind of connections and relationships that you build as an art educator are amazing. And it helps build your program into something that can self-sustain itself. And then it kind of plays it forward. Anyway, so if you were an art teacher like myself, who is generally the only art teacher at your school, it can be a very kind of solitary track that we're on. And Sometimes we get lucky and we get to meet up every so often with our fellow art teachers in a county. If you're at a private school, connecting with other art teachers can be a really great source of inspiration, lesson sharing, lesson planning. I know I benefited greatly from knowing Rima and 
I really highly credit her with getting me through three years of teaching animation in high school. Like, I, I just, I look back at that time period and I think I jumped in was like, I'll just make it work. But, and I know that there were really a lot of late nights, but it could have been a lot later if um, Rima hadn't been so generous to offer her assistance and to help me out. So yeah, the, the whole premise is, is that, you know, finding those mentors, people who are doing what you want to be doing in teaching your art career, it can be really beneficial having that community support it could get you through some some big changes. So anyways, um, so this episode was dedicated to her. It's not very long, but um, yeah, I really wanted to remember her. So if you are somebody who is an art teacher, who is a specials teacher, or who is an elective teacher, and you feel like a little bit alone in the path that you're taking, um, never hesitate to reach out to your fellow art educators, even if they're all the way on the other side of the country, because teachers are just very generous and they are, you know, want people to be successful. So wish everybody the best of luck in whatever art career they're pursuing. And uh, thank you guys for listening to my creative life. Bye. If it hadn't been.